Welcome back to the Bosque County Blast. I'm Art Devitalis. And I'm Cynthia Davis. Today, we talked to Meridian Police Chief Will Stevens. We've also got a special segment from Steve Conrad on Texas's most destructive pest, wild hogs. We'll talk to the folks at Kids Corner at Meridian FUMC and upcoming distribution dates. We'll also highlight the humble beginnings of a local library. You're listening to the Bosque County Blast. For our feature story today, we'll head to Meridian. We spoke to staff there at the First United Methodist Church. The church recently announced the reopening of its kids' closet for parents in North Bosque County youth to receive clothes. Kathy Roddy, one of many that receives and sorts the donations, gave us a little insight on how it works. About 20 years ago, some teachers at Meridian Elementary realized that some of their children were coming to school with their shoes taped together with masking tape or duct tape, and some children just came in very thin clothing in the wintertime or with never had a coat. And so the teachers got together, and they happened to all be members of the Methodist Church at the time. They said, let's get a room in our church and ask for donations and buy things and have something to offer to some of the families in Meridian. They started in Meridian, and pretty soon it grew to expand to the towns in North Bosque County, Meridian, Morgan, Copperell, Iredale, uh, Cramples Gap, Walnut Springs, and Lakeside Village. Parents can stop in and get shoes twice a year, in addition to Sunday school clothes. But do keep in mind, once again, this service is designated to North Bosque County residents. We're opening on Saturday for the first time this year, on the 8th of August, and it's going to be by appointment because of the need for social distancing, and then it's going to be open on the next day, on Sunday afternoon, and then again on the 23rd. We offer a backpack, shoes, two bottoms, like two pair of shorts or two jeans, whichever they decide, two tops, underwear which is all brand new, hoodie, pajamas if they need them. We have a Sunday, Sunday school clothes, a limited amount, but uh, some dresses and some little button-up shirts for the boys that are extra if they want that. It's a source of help to people who just are maybe in a situation where all their money right now is going for rent and utilities, food, and the necessities for the car and such, and there's very little money left over to all of a sudden maybe outfits for kids. For more information, visit at FUMC Meridian on Facebook or FUMCMeridianTX.org. Also, if you know of any other services in the area offering assistance to parents getting kids back to school, please reach out and let us know. We can help share the information to others in the community. To the news desk. Wild hogs made a hit and run on the John A. Lomax Amphitheater in Meridian recently. The perpetrators were not caught. According to Jack Cameron, the swine tore up some sod and remain a risk as long as the grass is being watered. You know, it looks like it was just a hit and run. It was a one-time deal, but that doesn't mean that they will not be back. And they probably run the risk of having hogs up there as long as we continue to water that sod, which we've got to do that for a few more months. 
But anyway, we put up a barrier to slow them down. We have a motion detector up there so that we get notified if we have hogs in the area. And then we, the sheriff, the game warden, and, and police Stevens to come in there and run them out. We talked to Steve Conrad at Clifton Feed and Service to get the lowdown on hog control in Texas. But first, how bad are hogs here? It's something that every rancher and farm owner faces, not only here in Bosque County, but across the whole state of Texas. Mm-hmm. And it's gotten exponentially worse over the last 10 years. We typically would have customers walk in and want to know what to do about it because they're such a nuisance. Well, you can trap them. Several ways to do that. Most recently, we've had customers that do hog hunts. And sometimes there's the recreation aspect of that that's added in. And here's something key to remember when baiting. The thing with a hog trap is finding the right place to put it, uh, what baits to put in it. And then you want to be sure and check it very often because you could fill it up in one night and then you got to figure out what to do with those pigs. One bit of help that I might throw out that ranchers tell me about in setting a hog trap, leave it open for three or four nights, putting bait in it, and let the hogs get used to it. Let them come in and out and begin to eat, and then set it after three or four nights once you get them used to coming into it. So that seems to be the trick where you're outsmarting one of the smartest mammals on earth. Thank you, Steve, for the expertise. We appreciate it. The Bark Rummage Sale is set for this weekend. Check out the Clifton Civic Center from 8 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. on Friday and Saturday, 9 to 3. Donations are still being accepted. Visit at Bosky Animal Rescue Kennels on Facebook for more information. Hello, listeners. This is Steve Conrad at Clifton Feed and Service. We're your local ag and home retail store, conveniently located in downtown Clifton. Our business has been serving Clifton and Bosque County for 52 years, specializing in animal nutrition, lawn and garden supply, hardware, and a host of other items that support the quality of life that we enjoy here in Bosque County. We offer leading-edge products from Purina, Red Chain, Science Dye, Gallagher, Bayer, Pertolone, Prefort, and many other national brands. One of our core values is trust. Working in our industry for more than five decades has given us a deep understanding of animal nutrition and health, common sense solutions, and a full understanding of the problems that our customers face. You can trust us to offer proven product and the knowledge that goes along with them. We challenge you to bring your problems through our front door and we will find an answer. Follow us on the Bosque County Blast as we discuss new topics each week. We are here to help. More than anything, thank you for your friendship. And we look forward to seeing each of you at Clifton Feet. Stop by at 203 East 5th Street in Clifton and give at Clifton Feet a like on Facebook for videos and more. In the past week, more than 187 Texans have received strange packages from China containing seeds. Seeds differ in type and quantity. Often, these boxes are marked with the contents as jewelry. Don't plant the seeds or consume them. Some locals have reported receiving the packages. 
The USDA reminds everyone to report this if it occurs by calling 1-800-877-3835. Last week, the Bosque County Sheriff's Office assisted Coriel County and others in a high-speed chase that began with a theft and ended with an eventual arrest by authorities. They were called out to the Bosque County line in case they crossed over, but it didn't leave Coriel County. The subjects fired at law enforcement agents while in pursuit. Agents called for backup, and here's what happened, according to Chief Deputy Clint Pullen. The Coriel County Sheriff's Office was notified about a truck and trailer black dooley with a utility trailer that had mowing equipment on the back was stolen from the area over there. The DPS got in behind and pursued the vehicle, uh, the truck and trailer. They ended up ditching that later down the road and jumping into a black four-door sedan and took Mm. off at a high rate of speed. In doing so, Coriol County Sheriff's Office got in behind them. They started firing shots back at the Coriol County Sheriff's Office. We were informed of the pursuit, that they were behind the vehicle and that the shots were being fired and that they've located what they believe were tracks that went onto this farm. And, uh, of course, the, the Bosque County Sheriff's Office went out there to assist them uh, out in the Moshim area and mm-hmm. used uh, our uh, drone to locate the vehicle, which we located the vehicle. And we assisted them in surrounding the area and searching the area for those individuals after locating the vehicle. So they got the drone out, but the subjects got away. Until days later, when Justin Vasta was located and charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon against a public servant, unauthorized use of a vehicle, and evading arrest attention. Jove Gomez got away, but his last known description is white, 5 feet 1 inches tall, 91 pounds, and brown hair and eye. He should be considered armed and dangerous, and it is recommended that you do not approach him if located or observed. Instead, immediately call 911. And we'll take a quick look at Meridian Police Chief Will Stevens' career. You know, I had a great career with, with McLennan County. A lot of interesting things over the years. At one time, I guarded the elder President Bush. Mm-hmm. Got to guard President Bush. Was on his presidential detail once he came to Crawford. Uh, set up one night with Henry Kissinger. Talking with him, I didn't understand a word he said, but, you know, I sat there and listened to him. Look out for a special feature on this one. Dragonfly Therapy Services and Institute now offers teletherapy, as Dr. Julie Merriman is passionately making a difference. Merriman holds years of expertise, clinical practice, and ongoing instructions to students keeping the edge to solve problems in the process. For the Empowered Energy Journal, visit juliemerrimanphd.com. That's Julie, M-E-R-R-I-M-A-N, Ph.D. dot com. She hones in on emotional blocks with a dual focus on spiritual and practical psychology. Merriman also has expertise with yoga, utilizing exercise to achieve peak mental health while providing a caring and comfortable environment. She's a Charlton State and Texas Tech grad, married to a local state trooper. She has her own YouTube channel called Julie Merriman, PhD. 
Dragonfly provides socially distanced in-person sessions, online and group therapy services in these trying times. For more information, visit at dragonfly.therapy.services on Facebook. Don't forget to leave a like before you go. For our final segment, we go to Laguna Park, a local library, and its humble beginnings from a closet to more of a community center. Here's what librarian Cynthia Choate told us about the library's beginning to the present day. I started in 2002 in a closet at mm-hmm. First Baptist Church in Laguna Park, and it grew to a Sunday school room where they were giving GED programs, and I, I started entering books for the librarian. So I talked to several people, and we got a group of 12 together and did several big fundraisers to make money to move the library to this location. And so we opened here in July of 2005, and we are a 501c3 entity. We operate totally on donations because we're in an unincorporated area. We don't have any funding from government. Yeah. Today, the library still runs on the community that supports it and donations that come in. For all these years, I have a blue cup up there at the table that says donations. That's how we've made our money to pay our bills. And every month, we, we have, have pretty well come through. So when we started the library, there were 1,500 books. And now we're close to 7,000 in this small space. Well, that's books and DVDs and books on CD. We like to promote people's handiwork, artwork, that kind of thing. And it's just, it's more of a, some people call it a community center because we don't, shh, it's a library. We, We encourage conversations. And that's it for the Bosque County Blast. Tomorrow, a new Taste of Bosque episode comes out with Dana Harper of D's Delights Confectionery. And we will have a step-by-step article to follow. Join us again on Monday, and in the meantime, keep an eye on our Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I'm Art Devitalis. And I'm Cynthia Davis. Thank you for listening.